Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned, Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com. You're listening to the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast. Bud Light, proud sponsor of Arkansas Athletics. I'm always high on the hogs, guys. I'm high. Well, I'm not high right now, but my day is young. My odometer's way up there. I'm that 2018 that's already got 130,000 miles on it. The Razorbacks rush across the field to get that boot. Tommy, Chuck, and Ty, you guys are the gold standards of sports talk radio. He bleeds to Arkansas. Ty's got good hair. Let's start with Ryan, who's in Hot Springs this morning. Ryan, welcome in. So, uh, y'all kind of talking about y'all could y'all kind of wonder maybe what might may have made him uh, go to Missouri. I, I, I think I got the answer for you. Uh, I figure he may have a better chance of playing, too, because look, look at all who we have uh, in the receiver room and tight end room. Where was he going to get a chance to get on the field between the two tight ends that we got and then the uh, you got Tesla, Broden, uh, Satania, and um, probably Jaden Wilson. Probably all going to see playing time. Where, I mean, where was his playing time going to come? I mean, unless you have some attrition, but uh, or injuries, y'all do him playing next year. We're slim to none here at Arkansas. Plus, you have some uh, some underclassmen too that are probably going to be developing that playing time as well. Uh, or, or was it Davion Dozier? I think he was supposed to be, pretty, uh, to be considered to be pretty good too. Uh, I figure we're probably going to push for playing time this next year as well. Uh, but my uh, my what's your beef is that it, it just kind of, it kind of cracks me up a little bit how this fan base is uh, they hit the rev limiter on when something slightly goes wrong they're all like Sam don't know what he's doing this that and the other and then and then lines up a former five star linebacker and then it's like all is well again it's like. I mean, all, all in six hours. Uh, hey, kind of, who said all is well again? Who's saying well, all is well again, Ryan? Well, you ought to see, see the comments from the same people that were acting like the sky was falling yesterday whenever uh, when Crutchfield uh, went to Missouri, they acted like the sky was yeah. falling, and then all of a sudden it, you know. Dude, you'll have no a much happier falling. life if you quit listening to all these people on Twitter and in Hogville. Oh, I'm not unhappy. Heck, I'm going to go uh Hopefully, do some fishing the next couple of days, and just uh, Monday, I just had a I had a uh, pheasant on it at Damascus on one of them uh, shooting ranches. Uh, we got ten pheasants, two quail. It was a heck of a good time. I just I'm more amused, and I don't want it. Uh, you know, I just you know now don't let those people affect your thoughts and your opinion. Oh, and we we all fall I victim don't. to that. Me and you and Ty, all of us do. Hey, I'm just giving y'all something to talk about. What you talking about? <laughs> well, I think we got enough. <laughs> Ryan, Merry hey, I hope y'all have a great. Hi, Merry Christmas and go Hogs. Yeah. Here's my beef. I, I kind of referenced going into the break. Ty, I mean, think about Courtney Crutchfield. How old is he? 18? I don't know. But let's just say 18, right? Mm-hmm. When's the last – has he ever in his conscious life, <laughs> I mean, where he's been paying attention really to, to football, seen good Razorback football? I mean, this this is not a hard take. This I didn't have to stay up all night to come up with this one, but we're talking about why do kids sign with Missouri? Why do kids sign elsewhere? Why are they not growing up just dying to be Razorbacks? I mean, what has happened in the last 10 years? Let's just say he started paying attention at 8, 7 or 8 years old. Tell me tell me where we've trained this kid to be. A, and that, that's my beef. And that, 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 you know, we, we were upset, and I, you know, because – you know, three of the best ten players in our state aren't coming to Arkansas. 
But over the last ten years, have you built have you built that passion in them? You know, have, have, have you have you taken the better players in our state and made them wake up every day thinking about being a hog? Now, you know that that's a low hanging fruit opinion, but it's a reality. No, no it's not. It, it's a it's a reality. Well, I mean, it's not hard to figure out. We hadn't been any good for ten years. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm not breaking any news here, but there, you know, you, you talk about why did he choose Missouri? Well, tell me why he'd have chosen Arkansas. You said that. Well, I mean, the old stock answer would have been because you want to be a Razorback. You know, you grow up with that, you know, that Razorback, you pump it in your veins. Well, really, really, I mean, it's damn near 2024. Let's get I me. Mean, when's the last time hog football was worth a damn? 2011. Yep. You know, so I mean, how old were how old were these kids in 2011? I just think it's it's it's. Listen, you know, I'm not the only one to ever have an opinion like this, and I won't be the last. So I mean, I'm. It's not like I'm, uh, you know, fusing fusing atoms down here with this thought, but um, but it's a reality we all need to put in our calculus somewhere when we're when we're thinking about these things, and that's what's got to change, or it's going, or this is going to be a, a pattern that continues. Yeah, you think about so. And, and I had those written down in my notes. You think about Arkansas basketball, how Musk was able to convince Moses, Devo, Jalen, and KK, who didn't amount to much here, but those three of those guys were instrumental in getting to your first Elite Eight for the first time since 1995. And they had not experienced hog greatness in basketball ever. I mean, you hadn't done anything since 96, right? Sweet 16. Yet he was still able to convince them. It's a lot easier to transition from basketball just with a couple guys than it is football like you said that puts so Courtney if he's 18 2011 he's six all right 12 years I don't I mean I I, I, my my son he's he's gonna be 14 next month he's been paying close attention for three or four years but he wasn't paying attention most kids when they hit double digits is when they actually start getting acclimated to sports especially in today's day and age i remember i was i think seven years old when i saw matt throw it to decorey birmingham in the back of the end zone i knew i was going to arkansas after that so you again like you said like all these different players even ryan mallett ryan mallett talked about this with matt on stage in little rock how one of the reasons he grew up a razorback fan was because of matt because of them getting to the SEC championship, because an insane moment like Miracle on Markham. So you've had a 2015 season when you went 8-5 and and a 2021 season when you went 9-4, and which are solid, solid seasons. But again, you have not gotten close to an SEC title. You've not gotten close to greatness like you did 2010, 2011, 06, 02, 98, 95, and other years under Hatfield, Holtz, and Broyles. So those kids in Arkansas that were, again, diehard Razorback fans, the reason they were Razorback fans is because what they saw in the past from other great players achieve and accomplish. Like you're saying, that hasn't happened. And so for Courtney Crutchfield, for Austin Dindy, for Brian Huff, for some of these other guys that are going out of state that got offered by Arkansas, that got recruited by Arkansas, there's no desire because they don't they haven't seen what close to the mountaintop looks like. And let's be honest. I mean, we tell ourselves 20, 2006, 10, and 11 were greatness. They really weren't. They're great by our standards. They're great by, by our measuring stick, but no championships. I mean, in, in, in uh, what, 11, you finished third in the division. You were number three in the country. I mean, that's great. But, I mean, you end up not in Atlanta in two of those three years we referenced. I mean, 
greatness by the sports standard, no, but greatness by our standard, yes. But I mean, but those those are the moments. I mean, it, my, and the point is, and, and I think we're both beating around the same bush here. Is you, you know, if you're going to get these great kids in your state, you know, year in year out, you know, d- remember when Derek McFadden came through? He, he didn't even consider another school. They were wasting their time. They were wasting their breath trying to recruit the best player in the state. Yeah, I don't know how you get – you're not going to get back – Sam's not going to do it by himself, and it's not going to happen overnight, and it's not going to turn around in one season. But we didn't get in this mess in one season, and it happened over the course of a decade where you've really – you've not even had a hey, one out of three seasons that, that were that were a rising tide. So that – you know, I hate it. I, I think it just absolutely sucks they're going to Missouri. Uh, of all places, I'd rather them go to Ole Miss or LSU. Not Missouri. That just sucks. And – um and it's, let me tell you, Ty, this is going to get. If you don't, if you don't write it, it, it you're going to be. We're going to be saying the same thing about Oklahoma. We're going to be saying the same thing about Texas. We're going to, you know, there's going to be other places these these good kids are going to, and we're going we're going to be just as bitter. Yep, Jimmy and Conway's on the McCarty Daniel Hotline. We've got a couple other calls as well. What's up, Jimmy? Top of the morning to you, fellas. Hey, I can break this down for you pretty easy. Uh, there's just not a lot of pretty girls in the neighborhood right now. So they're going to another neighborhood. When your neighbor's ten and two, and you're four and eight, man, they're out of here. They asked Crutchfield uh, about Bobby Petrino's offense and how great it would would be for him, and he told them, he said, "I don't remember any of that. I was in kindergarten when he was here, so he has no no clue what can happen." With him, you know, so he's he's doing somewhere else where he's comfortable, and that's fine. But when you get Richard on, when you ask him about Ronnie Wingo's brother, what's happening with him? I haven't heard anything about him in a while. And uh, Merry Christmas, you guys. I'll talk to you later. Thanks, Jimmy. Tell you what, he did see. He saw Missouri offense hang forty-eight on Arkansas and Fayetteville this year. He saw that firsthand. All right, let's talk to Danny, who's in Russellville. What's up, Danny? Good morning, guys. To the victor go the spoils. Uh, you know, we have not been competitive with Missouri lately, especially this year. You know, I felt like we were willing to be blocked. They kept running the same simple play, and we couldn't stop it or didn't have the desire to. Uh, we had a chance to get Eli, and I thought well, that would have been a good hire. But when I found out Sam Pittman wanted the job, and you got to love Sam. He loves Arkansas, and that means something to everybody. But you have to understand, these kids nowadays are raised on TikTok. And uh, before I get off here, just one question. Are facilities becoming less important now that it's yep. all about mole money? Well, anyway, all the guys, facilities are good. You know, that's the thing, Danny. All the Who doesn't have good facilities anymore? Arkansas... Right. I mean, they're they're fine. Yeah. Arkansas, there's nothing wrong with Arkansas Stadium, or you know. Wow. In fact, you could say they're better than average, and I think you'd be on solid footing. But I, I just don't think about, you're right. Doesn't matter because the, now, difference, guys, the difference uh, isn't much anymore between one school and the next in this league. Oklahoma's going to find out they're behind in a lot of ways, and, and particularly in basketball in their arena. But they're not behind in name recognition. Nope. Anyway, guys, go Hogs. Have a good day. Yeah, they make up for it in other ways. Thanks, Danny. Jared in Russellville, last call of the segment on the McCarty Daniel Hotline. What's up, Jared? Hey, good morning, guys. I had just a couple of points I want to make this morning. This is the first 
uh, first day of signing period for for this, well, I consider a new regime. I I hope a lot of fans start doing that as well. Like I, I think I think you bring in Bobby Petrino if he's if you're just going to do this for one year and then blow it up, then then this is a bad this is this was not a good this wasn't a smart smart situation in my opinion because everybody's going to point the entire season. Oh, Sam's doing something wrong. Sam's doing something wrong. This is Sam's, Sam's not doing right. But Bobby was five and seven when he came here. This should look like people need people need to realize that this is going to take some take some time and just relax for relax and look at it like a new coaching head coaching hire. That's my opinion. I don't know if everybody else will will do that or not. But and then the next thing is this: when you have the top player in your state say that the, 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 the NIL money wasn't even close, that's the reason he left. He, he left. He was a Razorback commit forever, and then somebody came in with a sweeter pot. I mean, I, there's no and, that, and there's no loyalty of keeping Pine Bluff. I mean, that it is close to LSU as it is to Arkansas. So, anyway, that that's kind of where I'm at, I am with it, and uh, and I think that we'll be we'll be fine because I, I really do think we'll be fine because we have a coach that can actually coach players up now and on the offensive side of the football, and I think that's really really important. So, I hope you all have a great day, and God bless. Thanks, Jared. You're definitely in the minority on the idea of this thing taking time and fans being okay with it. I tend to agree with Tommy that if they don't make a bowl game, that there will be a change made. I don't know if you necessarily say that's fair, but looking at this next season, look at everything that happened in the um, in this past season. I think that's where fans and unfortunately Hunter Yurchek is going to be put next year in that position. Ring in the new year in style at the Arlington Resort Hotel and Spa in downtown Hot Springs, Arkansas. They have something for everyone. The Grand New Year's Eve Buffet is served in the Venetian Dining Room. The Festival Party with live music by the Parker Francis Band, cash bars, and a champagne toast. And the 99th New Year's Eve Gala features live music from Stardust Big Band, a five-course gourmet dinner with wine and more. Room packages are available. Go to arlingtonhotel.com forward slash NYE2023 or call 501-623-777. Hey, it's Phil Elson. From all these years watching baseball, I've grown accustomed to watching closers in their element. James Teague isn't closing innings anymore, he's closing cases. With almost 30 years in the business, Teague Law Firm is a general practice firm that can help you with most family law issues, divorce, custody, and child support. They can also help with criminal law, both felonies and misdemeanors. Call James and the Teague Law Firm at 479-531-2785. 531-2785 online at teague-law.com the teague law firm if they can't help you they'll talk baseball betonline.ag is your number one source for all your basketball info stats news and scores get the latest odds and lines including the latest player reports for this year's pro basketball playoffs bet online is always your sports information headquarters this season as we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs basketball, MLB, NHL hockey, right down to UFC and boxing. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games you can play right from your home. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's B-L-E-A-V. B-L-E-A-V. EAV. Bet online where the game starts. You're listening to the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast. Bud Light, proud sponsor of Arkansas Athletics. Rachel, we'll start with the good news with you. Xavion Sori commits from Georgia as a five-star kid, top 30 overall out of high school. Uh, how big of a get was this for Sam Pittman and his staff? 
from a from a I guess uh, an emotional standpoint for the fan base, it was very very good. How well does uh, does that translate to the field? Uh, time will tell. Uh, obviously, his uh, credentials are very very high, but uh, that uh, the two commitments, uh, him and uh, Addison uh, Nichols, obviously uh, kind of changed the mentality of. Uh, the fan base, at least on our board, and I, I think on Twitter too, even had a guy uh, DM me said, "Well, I was wrong because he was kind of panicking because of what was going on." And and uh, I'll be honest, we I, I get I get Crutchfield and you know the disappointment there. Uh, you don't want to lose a in-state guy and, and all that, but I, I didn't see the reason for panicking as far as the portal, like a lot of people. So Addison Nichols didn't play a lot last year for Tennessee. It's good measurables. I know they seem to be excited about him. Is he a guy that can factor in the starting rotation next year? And if so, what what position do you think he ultimately plays? Yeah, you want you, you obviously uh, you recruiting to to, to uh, be in the uh, too deep and contend for a starting job. Uh, I think what I like about the three offensive linemen coming in, they still have. Uh, some of them, uh, two, well, all of them, two, three years of eligibility left. They're going into their uh, uh, basically their uh, second, third year uh, of uh, college football. Their their development is definitely uh, a lot different from what, when they were in high school. So they they should be in position, at least from a physical standpoint, being able to contribute. And I think that's huge. And and uh, I think Carmona. Uh, Fernando, uh, I think he, uh, if you watch his film, athletic, physical, and plays with a mean streak. Uh, a lot of people, I think, uh, were kind of overlooking him. Uh, and when, 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 and no disrespect to Nichols, I mean, obviously, I, I think he has a chance to, to definitely uh, be a good player for Arkansas. But uh, Fernando, he's a real deal. If he's not starting next year, I'll be shocked. I, I really will. He has that. He has that type of ability, and uh, he's a guy that obviously doesn't come from a sexy school, but he's very sexy on the field. Richard Davenport with us here on the McClarty Daniel Hotline. All right, we open this three-day signing period. What what are going to be? Uh, we already talked about Crutchfield and some of the top players. Um, what are going to be some of the other headlines you're looking at here over the next uh, seventy-two hours? Is uh, is really I think a lot of it will happen over the next twelve. Yeah, yeah, probably around noon or one o'clock, uh, they should have everybody in the boat, unless uh, something happens that's unexpected. Uh, I expect everybody that's committed to to uh, sign with Arkansas. Uh, I think there's one 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 young man that uh, will uh, probably be, uh, uh, you know, kind of kind of on. Uh, well, I'll just say that he he'll probably. Uh, uh, be making an announcement pretty soon, and 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 I think Arkansas fans will understand. But uh, I think uh, you know it's going to probably be uneventful, which is a good thing when you have a, a bunch of commitments and uh, and they all sign on the dotted line, and you wrap them up, and you, you start gearing towards uh, a couple other guys that they're they're recruiting. Uh, Bradley Bradshaw, the linebacker from. Uh, from Hoover, Alabama, who's down to Arkansas and Clemson. I feel good about him. And then uh, Jamarian uh, Barnett, uh, four-star running back, who uh, Jimmy Smith, as soon as Jaden Ball announced that he was decommitting from Arkansas, the four-star running back from Georgia, he lined up uh, a, a visit for uh, for Burnett in January. So you, you had the potential to replace uh, 
you know, a four-star running back with another four-star running back, and then then you have Bradley Shaw, who I think Arkansas is in good shape with. You get those two guys, that's two additional four-stars in, in, in addition to what you, you already have uh, today. All right, so we focus on Razorback recruiting, and uh, rightfully so. That's what we're almost interested in. What are some of the other – there's always good stories that get lost on National Signing Day with – kids that got a chance to go play somewhere else or maybe uh, maybe a kid that wasn't going to get a scholarship that's now playing at a place like Harding that just won, won a, um, a national championship. What are, what are going to be some of the other good stories that come out of these next three days for, for other players around our state? Uh, Non-Arkansas kids? No, just kids from Arkansas Harding. not going to the not going to the University of Arkansas that besides Crutchfield and the ones we're focused on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I, I've been just totally focused on, and I'm sure there there are some, but the portal uh, has just changed everything, and I'm so focused on Arkansas and the portal, along with obviously what's happening today. Uh, I'm I'm kind of brain dead as far as uh, other people. I'm not gonna lie to you, so Richard. I I want to ask this question. We got a couple mm-hmm. texting on the McCarty Daniel hotline. When you think about Missouri, you think about Ole Miss being ten and two. This past season versus Arkansas four and eight, did that factor in, in your opinion, to to Crutchfield ultimately choosing Columbia? I don't think it helped, but uh, you you truly, you know, you can just go by what a kid says publicly. But a lot of times, publicly is not necessarily always what it is privately. So, uh, <clears throat> what led him? All to uh, to uh, ultimately to Missouri. I mean, you just go by what he what he says, and I mean, honestly, I kind of figured he was going to go, so I didn't even watch, you know, his uh, his uh, uh, ceremony or anything. So, uh, but I mean, you just you just go by what what they say. But uh, obviously, four and eight versus uh, two teams that went ten and two. That, that's that's not good, but. Uh, a few years ago, Arkansas went nine and four, and I think uh, uh, Missouri went six and seven. It can turn in a, in a heartbeat, especially in the SEC. Everybody's high on Drinkerwich right now. I get it. Credit to him and uh, Missouri. But uh, what happens next year? Uh, are they able to sustain that? History tells you uh, they probably won't win uh, ten games again back to back, and uh, they could come back to the. You know, to to the league, you know, middle pack of the of, of the league, and and who knows, maybe even have a, a bad season. You just don't know. This is the SEC. Richard Arkansas, right now, for all what seemed to be uh, bad and cons and going against them, they have a top fifteen transfer class. They're hovering around a top twenty five high school class. Is that kind of you thinking where they're going to end up, kind of in those ranges, or do they have a chance to to climb even higher on the transfer side of things? Well, here's the thing that I, I'll be honest with you, I was baffled about it. I kind of wrote, wrote about this yesterday. Uh, and I get, I get when you're coming coming off of a 4-8 and eight season, you, have, you, you lay an egg against Auburn, you lay an egg against, against Missouri. Everything's magnified, especially if something that bad happens. And when Crutchfield announced for, for Missouri, everybody was was down. Then you get the two commitments yesterday afternoon from the portal, and, and things are – uh, you know, quite a bit better. The mindset is last year, Arkansas in December had four commitments from transfer portal guys. Okay. Th- that class eventually turned into the number seven class in the country. 
Then, then in January, you had six commitments. And then in the, in the spring, you had another six for that class. So Arkansas has eight guys that are committed out of the portal right now. They basically doubled what they did last year, even that, with a four and eight season. So in January, I anticipate them probably adding anywhere from three to six more guys. And then in the spring, adding, you know, three to six more guys. So uh, it, I, I was just kind of baffled by the mentality. Everything was uh, the, the portal hall or whatever wasn't, uh, uh, wasn't, you know, good quality. I, I, I totally disagreed because last year you had Joshua Braun and Andrew Armstrong. Andrew Armstrong was a D2 guy. Uh, a lot of people were saying Arkansas wasn't getting any SEC or Power 5 guys. Well, a lot of the, a lot of the FCS and, and non-Power 5 uh, guys that are committing to, to other schools are, are considered some of the best in the country. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be a Power 5 guy that you get, and I think Arkansas has proven that. So, Richard, I mean, I think we, I think we all agree that you know it's kind of a, a do or die season next year for Sam Pittman and the future of this program. I mean, I know the dust has not all settled, and, and like you just went through, there's going to be more coming in January. But from what you see right now, is you know, is this enough to to get it on the right track and to to move forward beyond next year with with Sam? You talking about the portal? I'm just talking about all of it together because, I mean, I think we agree if if next season doesn't add up to enough wins, and that's probably at you know, at least six, and I think a lot of people's minds, you got to fix that now through the portal. Uh, you got you yeah. might have a player or two in high school that can, can immediately help you like a Luke Haas did until he got hurt, but is there enough from what you're seeing to, to add up to a season that at least gets you to a bowl next year? Well, they're definitely adding pieces to, to address that, whether or not uh... – uh, you know, the, the pieces, uh, kind of correct what was happening, uh, this past season, uh, only time will tell, but you, the main focus was the offensive line. They have three guys right now that, uh, you, you definitely add to, to the mix and, and should be in the two deep and contend for starting positions. Again, uh, Fernando Carmona, Carmona, uh, he's the guy that I, I'm really excited about, and I'm excited about the other two, too, because uh, they're, they're coming in a, uh, uh, a little bit more uh, physically mature and ready to go, but only time will tell, and I expect them to probably go uh, and, and probably get two other uh, transfer guys for the offensive line. The, the offensive line, let's face it, that's, that's the reason why we're, we're talking about what we're talking about is because last year it was historically bad offensive line. And with a good offensive line, we're, we're not talking about a four and eight season. You're probably talking about eight and four or, or something along those lines. So, uh, you, you correct the offensive line and you're going to be competitive and you're going to be able to, uh, win your share of games next year. Richard, last thing, uh, we've gotten some questions about Ashton Bethel-Roman, the four-star wide receiver from Missouri City, Texas. I know he just went on a visit to A&M this past weekend. Is he still solid? Later on today, everything I haven't heard any anything to indicate he, he he's not. Obviously, he visited uh, Texas A and M over the weekend, but then talking to people, uh, I've been told he's solid. I was told uh, there there wasn't uh, going to Arkansas wasn't expecting any surprises today, and obviously, a surprise would would um, you know. Uh, would involve the guys, you know, flipping to another school. So we'll see. I, I don't think I don't think there's anything to worry about. But 
You don't know until he signs. It's football season at your neighborhood Buffalo Wild Wings. And with 64-inch TVs, beer, burgers, and, you know, wings, Buffalo Wild Wings is the best choice to watch the big game. So bring the gang and join us this football season at your local Buffalo Wild Wings in Bryant, Little Rock, Sherwood, Conway, Jonesboro, and Fort Smith. Buffalo Wild Wings, beer, wings, sports, and your home for any game. Roar! Hey, sports fans, don't let plumbing issues throw you off your game. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric is here to tackle those pesky drain blockages and ensure your water heater is always in MVP form. With Pascal's world-class service, you can count on a winning play every time. Whether it's a quick drain clear or a water heater touchdown, Pascal's got the expertise to keep your home running smoothly. Stay in the game and leave the plumbing to the pros. Schedule your service online anytime at gopascal.com. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. You're listening to the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast. Bud Light, proud sponsor of Arkansas Athletics. All right, so let's talk more recruiting and college football this morning. And I know, again, there's a lot of uh, opinions about Cordy Crutchfield going up north, Pine Bluff kid that decides, I think I'll be better off in Columbia than Arkansas. People have cited NIL. People have cited playing time. People have cited a better record at this point. I went back and looked at Arkansas's in-state players, and you've got three of your top ten recruits right now that are signing with Missouri. Drake Lindsey's going to Minnesota. Walker White's going to Auburn. So five of your top ten players in this state are going elsewhere. And you're only, uh, excuse me, seven of them. Three of Only three of the top ten players in 2023 are signing with Arkansas. Now, there is, again, an asterisk around that. Some guys, quite frankly, are probably not good enough to play at this level, even as a top 10 player of the state. They've either been misevaluated from a recruiting side of things or not. But if you look at what's happened with Sam Pittman here at Arkansas with the in-state kids. So with the 2022 class, Tommy, they had... Eight guys in the top 10 that signed with Arkansas. Eight of them within the top 10. And then in 2021 class, they had four. So, again, there is issues with recruiting in-state, and it's it's what Matt always talks about. It's like those in-state kids, they always give you a little more. How do you balance, like, maybe a lesser talented kid from Arkansas that really wants to go that you don't offer versus a more talented kid that – gets an offer, signs with Arkansas, but maybe doesn't give it. It's something that head coaches at Arkansas always seem to have to grapple with. Well, it seems like you're trying to find diamonds in the rough there. Um, you've, every great team at Arkansas, by our standards, I, I, I think we throw the word great around too much, but the teams that have had success that stands out are always not just littered, but populated with Arkansas kids, particularly at the lines of scrimmage. Um Name me a team in the SEC era where your quarterback or your star running back or, you know, that the, the integral pieces of the team weren't Arkansas kids. I mean, those are your better teams. I mean, so, I mean, it, that, that, that's the, the way it's been. That's the, you know, and I think that's still the secret sauce here. So that's why, you know, having these kids leave your state, you know, not all lining up over a two or three year period, you know, hurts worse than, than, than I think we realize here in the moment this morning. Yep. 
Crutchfield, Austin Dindy, two teammates at Pond Bluff, and also Brian Huff from Valley View, all going to Missouri. Last year, it was Jordan Harris from Pond Bluff that also elected to go to Missouri. So, Drinkwitz has built somewhat of a pipeline to that school at this point in time. And you think about the other thing, I was like, all right, so what has Arkansas done in Missouri to this point? You got Trajan Jeffcoat, you got Trey Williams, and you got Markel Utzi. Those are the guys you plucked out of the portal. But you've only had one high school commit out of the state of Missouri since 2021. You had a linebacker, I think it's Jordan Hare Hamilton, something like that. So they're taking players from your state, but you're not going into Kansas City or Missouri or other populated areas and necessarily getting guys from their state, which is a problem. And not returning the favor. Not returning the favor. Like, And again, the transfer portal, that's big. Trey Williams was a good defensive end. Jeffcoat was okay to good for you this year. And Mark Elletsy was solid up the middle. But it also starts in the grassroots. If they're going to pluck guys from your backyard, you've got to do the same. And this staff hasn't necessarily done that for Missouri. They've got to do a good job in Georgia. They've done a good job in some other states that Arkansas traditionally hasn't dominated or even had slight success in. But Missouri is not one of those. Yeah. Um, that's exactly right. And, and you'd think with Springfield being, you know, I don't, know, I don't know what Springfield is in regards to how much closer it would be to Columbia versus Fayetteville or vice versa. But that be, ought to be an area you get some players out of, you think. It's a, it's a, a growing place. Not as big as St. Louis, not as big as Kansas City, but you'd think there'd be a player out of there every now and then. Kansas City's been a hotbed for Razorback baseball. Those players don't go to Missouri. They 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 fight for the spots on the Arkansas mm-hmm. roster in baseball. You've, you know, I don't know if you'll ever get to that in football, but um, you've got to be able to get you know key players out of there. So, yeah, I mean, I think there's some areas you can focus on, and um, you know, you've had a player or two out of St. Louis over time, but but uh, you know, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of traction or momentum. Uh, how do you get front and center? How do you get top of the mind awareness with these players and? You know, the bottom line is, we can, like it or not, winning is about the only way you can do it. We we do think NIL is important, but NIL has got to be paired with winning. Yeah, you think about the success that Ole Miss is having. They are they have. I've talked to a source that is pretty knowledgeable on what's going on. They have again combined the ten and two record with a a surplus of NIL money. So if you win, people will contribute, and that's what this fan base is hoping for right now. Now, you bring up baseball. I think it's interesting to talk about baseball, and then I'll lump basketball into this as well. I haven't seen the documents. I haven't seen the details, but if I had to guess, and this is an educated guess, Arkansas basketball is probably top three in the conference in NIL. I think Kentucky and maybe one other school. You might be number two. Baseball, the only school you're probably losing to is LSU, Maybe there's another one out there, but you're probably top three in both sports. Now, I said yesterday on the show, I think you're 15, unfortunately, that you're 15th right now in the new tier of SEC in terms of where your football team and program is, just relative to what's kind of gone on. I would say your NIL is not far off on that in football. And again, I don't have, Hunter's not going to call me up and be like, hey, we have this money, we've, this this Arkansas edge, this new age, it, it, it's given us this, it's given us that. And I hope that I'm wrong. But I think your NIL is well outside the top 10. And so I'm going to defend Sam in the sense that we're asking him to do this, we're asking him to do that. But if Arkansas football 
is not given the money that's required to sign a top-tier class or sign one that much less could compete in the league, I don't know what we're expecting out of him and this football program if you're having to work with far less pretty much across the board. Don't disagree, but the problem is there's transparency. So what do they have to work with? How does it compare to the other schools? I mean, we were told last two regular season games, we've been told this this edge was going to be a, a shot in the arm. Uh, to go get players that, hey, we're going to go back, we're going to get Courtney Crutchfield turned around, we're going to have the money to do it. Well, that obviously isn't happening. Uh, So, I mean, has this been the shot in the arm? Did it even get us close to on a level playing field? If we're on a level playing field, why does it not feel like it this morning? You said we were top 25 in the high school and top, did you say 15 in Portal? Yeah, top 15 in Portal, hovering out 25 high school. But that equates to 13th in your league. That's all that matters. I don't yeah. really care what the national rankings are. Have no, I mean, I don't have, I don't give two bleeps about what that is. Don't care what the national ranking is. I want that second number. How does that stack up mm-hmm. one through 16? You know, and it is 16 now. We need to remember that. Somebody in this league, and I hope it's not us, is going to finish 15th and 16th for the first time ever in football in the SEC. You know, we got we got to remember the the world is changing a bit coming next year. That's the only number that matters, Ty. And right now, thirteenth is nearly good enough. Not nearly good enough. Yeah. Mr. Pibb texted on the McCarty Daniel hotline. It's edge only for football. No, it is not. It's for all sports. And there again, I don't think I know they just kind of rolled it out recently, but. There are some questions that fans want to know. Can you just contribute to football? Can you just contribute to basketball? There are a variety of things, and I know they just hired uh, Sydney, and if I'm getting your name wrong, Sydney, Sydney Limmerhurt as their director of ops. But Arkansas fans listening right now, we still don't feel like that we fully know Arkansas Edge. And I think, again, I, I think a mistake that this, this athletics department made was not pumping the crap out of one Arkansas NIL after a 9-4 and four win season. No one knew about it at all. And you had a chance to collect and really, really stuff your pockets at that point. And if you remember the transfer portal, you got Landon Jackson, Dwight McLaughlin, Jaden Hazelwood. You had a solid class you stacked up out of the portal after that 9-win season. But I don't know if it was there was enough transparency with what was going on when they really should have pushed that collective then. And now, honestly, they might be late to the table at this point because you're you're trying to do this after a four and eight win season, which is really tough to convince fans that they want to invest in a program that they have no idea with what's going to happen next year. Well, I, I don't disagree with anything you're saying there, but the Arkansas One program or or a, a collective really wasn't designed uh, to crowdsource, to go to the to general public and, hey, Ty, hey, Tommy, hey, everyone, give us 50 bucks a month. Will you, will you just put us on your credit card? We you just you put us on your payroll, 50 bucks a month, 100 bucks a month? That, that, you know, that program was designed to go to the, to the well-heeled and get them to, to write you a check with two commas in it. Um, so, I mean, I, I'll defend them, and that, that wasn't the strategy. You know, you know. I mean, would they have taken Joe fans fifty bucks? Well, sure, but that that really wasn't the strategy. Now the strategy with Edge is is much much different than what it was before. So that all being said, what you just laid out, they made a mistake, and I know hindsight's twenty twenty, but it's paid. It's unfortunately it's going the other direction for Arkansas right now, especially the football. Again, 
Your basketball program, your baseball program, I don't have the documents in front of me, but if I had to bet my life on it, you're in the top three in both sports. I know you lost out on Skeens to LSU last year, but you've got some guys, and I think there's plenty of money to go around those two programs. Football, not even close. Not even in the same stratosphere when it comes to the NIL discussion for Eric Mosselman and Dave Van Horn relative to Sam Pittman. Yeah, well, it's... uh... You know, you, we can talk about money. We can talk about donations. I mean, still winning's the, winning's the magic elixir in all of this. We can talk about portal and all that, but Ty, we all know the truth. Truth is, you got to win, to matter, and uh, you know how do you win? Well, you got to get players. Well, how do you get players? Well, you got to win. I mean, it's chicken or egg, right? It's chicken or egg, baby. We got to figure this thing out. All right, let's welcome in Juwan, who's in Fayetteville with us this morning on the McCarty Daniel Hotline. What's up, Juwan? How's it going? I'm just calling in and talking about uh, Courtney Crutchfield's commitment and just Arkansas's recruiting all together, man. Hopefully we can start landing some of our, our bigger-name players. But I, I think I would have been more upset if we lost T.J. Brown to Tennessee than a Courtney Crutchfield. I'm not trying to throw Courtney Crutchfield down or anything, but me following him these past couple of years, his numbers haven't really just shocked me or, or made me be like, yeah, that's a guy that we need that can come and immediately change our program. I know his ranking 70-something in the nation, but when you go look at the production, it hasn't really been there as much as compared to a guy like C.J. Brown, who went out and got about 1,700 yards and about 17 touchdowns playing in the biggest conference in Arkansas. Like That's a big difference. And I think that's one thing that needs to change about Arkansas football. We need to do a conference realignment like some of these other states. Let's put Greenwood and Fayetteville and Bentonville and Pulaski Academy, Central Arkansas Christian, some of these other uh, high schools in Arkansas that are really good at football. Let's get them all in one conference so we can get all, all our best players playing against each other. That will give us a better product for the state of Arkansas altogether. And you can even throw Little Rock Christian in there. I'm tired of losing uh, some of our top guys like, the fact that we're letting Walker White get out of here and go to Auburn, the kid's 6'4", 220 pounds. That's, that's his high school body. He hasn't even hit a college weight room. That's somebody that we need in our in our quarterback room next season. Uh, the, the top guys in recruiting always say that Arkansas can't recruit off of our own state. I can't tell. We have just as good of players as Texas or anybody else, but we just can't land our guys. Uh, I'm tired of going to Missouri. Just in recent memory, I remember us getting probably two Missouri guys. I remember Race TV came here years and years ago, and he was a Under Armour All-American. And then we had Wallace, the lineman, from Springfield. Other than that, I don't really recall us getting too many um, Missouri football players besides the Wingo uh, running back whenever he came. But I just want to see next season Arkansas – kind of step it up in recruiting, probably send some of our other guys through camp a little bit more. Um, I know we lost Jaden Ball also. This is one thing, and Tommy might be able to talk a little bit more about this. Compared to Jaden Ball, I like Amari Tucker. I like how he runs the football a little bit more than some of these other guys. Amari Tucker plays at Southside. He played on the team with Kobe Brennan that just signed with Arkansas. He's a really, really good running back. I haven't heard about him getting recruited or anything. So I think a lot of times we're missing guys right here in our own state. We need a, a, a analyst like Rick Jones or maybe Buck James or somebody who really knows the landscape of Arkansas football 
just be an in-state guy going around looking at talent that we have in our state. That's Where's Rick Jones work now? <laughs> at Missouri. Yeah, that's exactly. why Missouri's taking all of our guys, Tommy. That's why they're getting all of our guys. They know the state. Michigan and other schools should never know about a Marcus Wimberly or the kids from Harding Academy before we know about them in our own state. Like, Notre Dame offered Grayson Wilson before we even heard about him around here. That's the stuff that has to stop. Well, Juwan, I would say to your last point, if you offer an in-state kid and you pull a scholarship for whatever reason, that you got to deal with the byproduct that in-state. So it's not as big of a deal yeah, with Notre right. Dame or Michigan or other schools that do that. So you hit on a bunch of points. One, yeah. they are changing the conferences. Little Rock Christian, PA. Uh, who else is moving up, Tommy? Uh, uh, Shiloh Christian's moving up. Harding uh, Academy. To 6A. Yeah, Harding Hard- Academy's yeah. moving up. So you got all these schools that are moving up. So that's that's happening. Um and to your point about Texas versus Arkansas kids, it's not close. Texas high school football compared to Arkansas football, it's nine day. I, I listen. I know we got a lot of grandkids, sons, daughters that you love, that you that you cherish. You got pride in. It's not close. I'm just going to tell you straight up, it's not close. The twenty again, you haven't pulled a, a Missouri kid since 2021 out of high school, so that's an issue. Um, Tommy, I, I, you probably ref CJ Brown at some point this year. I didn't get a chance to watch him play. I know he's a, it, people are excited about him. Um, Benville kid, but I, again, I don't know the comparisons yeah. between him and Courtney cause I didn't, I didn't necessarily watch either of them. You're trying to measure right. them. Yes. Yeah. A really good player. I, I, I had the opportunity to, uh, uh, to see one of his games be, and officiate one of the, uh, his playoff games, uh, second round game, but, uh, yeah, really good player. And, you know, these guys stand out obviously, uh, and, you know, but, but I think to your point, Arkansas has to be certain, you know. To me, a Walker White, and I, you know, I had games where Walker was playing, and you'd see Sam Pittman on the sideline. You see Arkansas staff around when when they were in town, and, and he was playing in Northwest Arkansas. So, um, you know that they did they did make the effort there. There, you know, his brother played at Arkansas, ended up transferring to UCA. I don't know how much that's a factor with the families. You know, I would say intimate understanding of the program. Would that be a fair? You know the family very well, Ty. Is that, yeah. Would that be a fair way of saying that they had an intimate knowledge of what this program was about? Yeah, I mean, his, uh, uh, his grandpa was played here. John John Aaron Reese. His so, dad was an All American golfer. You got all these legacy factors too. You know, the other one they didn't get on, and, I, and, and if you're going to be an RPO based offense, I I get it. But that was Drake Lindsay out of Fayetteville. You know, I think this kid's got a great arm, very accurate. He's not the runner that. You know, some others are, but um, as far as pro-style, prototypical-type quarterback, I mean, Minnesota got on him early, stayed on him, and he's obviously, you know, that's where he's signing and, and where he's going. There's another great player that's going somewhere else. Now, he's not going to be, you know, competing against you in the SEC, but trust me, that you know, that's a good quarterback that's getting away as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, from, from I mean, when Throw I say your boat. backyard, that's not your backyard. That's your front yard from the University of Arkansas. Yep. Harmon Field's, what, not even a quarter mile from Donald W., if that. So, again, uh, there's a lot of opinions about recruiting. We're reacting to it kind of on the fly this morning. But uh, some of the stuff Jawan said I wholeheartedly agree with. Some of it I just can't get on board with. The Texas, by the way, Ryan Wingo, who we refer or Ronnie, Ryan is currently committed to Texas. So, Missouri fans really wanted the best player or the second best player in their state, which is Ryan, and he's going to Austin. So it's not just an Arkansas thing when you lose top tier in state players. He's probably going to end up being a Texas Longhorn. All right, based on Arkansas social media, you have signed officially the following players: Avion Sori Jr. Uh, has apparently signed his national letter of intent as a transfer. 
Tennessee transfer Addison Nichols, who committed yesterday. You've also got uh, Taylor Green and Matthew Shipley, Tommy, according to, again, the Rangebacks football social media that have officially inked and uh, I guess we'll be in Fayetteville in the, in the coming days slash week or so. Yeah, and uh, that's generally how it works anymore. I mean, it's 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 rare that a player doesn't uh, doesn't get there early. So yeah, I'd expect. Uh, and sometimes there's bowl practices they can be a part of. Obviously, there's none of those going on at Arkansas. So they'll get right into that off season program coming up and uh, get a taste of what it's really like. Those those are eight pretty tough weeks in front of spring practice. All right, other news this morning. Arkansas women's basketball in action at 10 a.m. against Illinois. Phil Elson is down there in the Sunshine State in Florida, and then they'll take on UIC tomorrow at 10 o'clock. If you want to watch it, it is on Flow Hoops. Speaking of basketball, Tommy, men's basketball team back in action against Abilene Christian tomorrow night. It's a weird kind of Thursday night game. Then they got one more game against UNC Wilmington, and then conference play starts against Auburn on January the 6th. Yeah, and uh, you know, a couple couple more chances. I don't know what kind of breakthrough. You know, they play this game on Thursday, and I guess they'll have probably Friday through uh, through Monday, and then make their way back probably Monday night to start getting ready uh, for that last one, and then, uh, then it's on the conference play. And uh, one thing Chuck brought up, and I, I tend to agree, is you know when the when the lights have been brightest, they've risen to the occasion. But uh, you know how do you, how do you play in some of the games that aren't the biggest SEC games? Probably going to go a long ways in determining whether or not you make the tournament. Yep, and I would say the lights are probably not bright these next two games, being nope. that it is winter break and students aren't in town. You got Christmas coming up. You got New Year's coming up after that. Focus is going to be a big thing because, again, you can't drop either of these next two games before conference play. you got to be 9-4 and four before you start against Auburn. That's going to do it for your Hog Update this morning. It is brought to you by our friends at Mr. Sparky. You don't have to put up with any malarkey. Call 888-8-SPARKY. All right, so we still got plenty of recruiting stuff to react to. We'll do so with Clay Henry coming up in our number three, the Hall of Famer set to join us. Tommy, I brought up the NFL doing Monday Night Football, um, potentially as a doubleheader where they stagger it next year. That looks like that's going to happen. They're also going to play a game in Brazil this next season and do more international games in 2025. Uh, Mexico, Spain, Germany, England kind of on the docket. I know we've got Florida State and Georgia Tech college football in Dublin next year. But how cool would it be to see like Arkansas overseas or in another country? I know that you're probably not going to get picked, but is that appealing? Is that appealing to you? Depends on where it's at. (laughs) Yes. Where are we going? I'm more interested in the venue than I would be kind of where we're at. So, yes, would that be interesting? Sure, I'd love to do that. Hi, everybody. This is Chris George from Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russell. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Christmas gifts, weddings, heirloom family treasures. And at Joshua's Fine Jewelry, we only have one sale every year, and it's right now. Every single item in our store is value priced for Christmas. We do custom one-of-a-kind jewelry. If that's what you're looking for, come see us. You can get anything fixed for a Christmas gift. Selection, quality, service, and Christmas red tag prices now through Christmas at Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russell.
Have you tried Benville Brewing's new Space Goose Hazy India Pale Ale? It's handcrafted in Arkansas. You'll taste the great tropical citrus, including the passion fruit, the guava, and pineapple. It's creamy, zingy, and zows the taste buds. It's weird, wonderful, and wacky all at the same time. Try the new Space Goose Hazy India Pale Ale from Benville Brewing. Clay, I know you've covered this team a long time, and it's funny how... Arkansas fans and other college football fans back in the the Pony Express days or the the U days and other football programs that were caught cheating, spending money on players, recruits, and whatnot, how that has completely changed in college football at this point where, again, people are now mad at Arkansas not spending enough getting certain guys. Just weird how the the sport has transitioned to this point. Well, it's... uh... It is the sign of the times, and it's, uh, you know, but it's still about coaching them up, and, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, the the flash of a receiver or running back, you know, gets us looking one way, and we don't see the good of some of the other three offensive linemen. There's a 10 400-meter guy committed last night from uh, New Orleans, uh, Holy Cross that uh, Tulane thought they had locked up and Lafayette thought they had a chance at. You know, so it's sometimes, uh, you know, the what you don't get leads you to something that uh, that turns out, you know, even better. You never know uh, on signing day. And I think that if you really look, the the guys that you're getting from the portal are the ones that are going to play next year. So pay attention to that over the next three weeks because the portal uh, is just getting started as far as where people are landing. You know, it, A lot of that happens after Christmas, and some of it will happen after uh, spring football. Yeah, Tommy made the point earlier, and he's spot on. I mean, like you just said, that, those are the guys that are going to help you next year, and you're probably... Yeah, they're going to they're gonna start. Yeah, yeah, you're probably more, again, more invested in those guys. Arkansas is in the top 15, but Tommy, what we keep coming back to, it's not the national recruiting, not just in high school that we care about, is where does Arkansas rank in the SEC, which in high school, you're either 13th or 14th right now, a little higher up in the transfer portal yeah i mean if you told me we had a top 15 class but we're 13th in the sec i, I mean i guess some people are going to get excited you're top 15 in the in the country the only thing i really care about is where do you where do you rank with the teams you're going to play the most over the next uh, three to four years and you know you're probably going well we know you're going to play missouri probably going to play the mississippi schools a lot um you know where do you rank compared to those guys and Man, if you're 13th in this league, Clay, doesn't sound like you're ahead of very many of them. Yeah, I probably don't go down that road that y'all do. And and I look to see, are you fitting your needs? Because the rankings don't have anything to do with that. And they needed a quarterback. You know, they got the guy that Bobby wanted. I mean, it, it was pretty clear that he locked in on that guy uh, from Boise State, Taylor Green. And it's pretty clear that uh, Sam locked in on some offensive linemen that they really wanted, and they've got three. They may get a couple more. All of them got experience, starting experience, some of them in the SEC. Um, that will pay more dividends than any of the rankings. Yeah, on the subject of offensive line, again, you've got three committed to this point, Blackstock um, and, the, and the two others. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. you got Nichols and then the, the kid Carmona from San Jose State. Uh, we were kind of kicking this around. Clay, how many do you expect? And we're going to hear from Eric Mateos and Sam Pittman. I mean, do they get six, seven, eight? I mean, what are you expecting? No, I don't think that's I, – I don't think it'll be that number. I think, it. you know, uh, I looked at it a little while ago. It looked like it was four. So, um, 
you know, and, I, and I'm looking at the hogs, uh, whole hog sports uh, commitment list that compiled by Richard Davenport, and I could go through the names, but it, it's, uh, you know, it, it, it to me that's and there's a a, a late uh, addition to the portal, a starting tackle or starting offensive lineman from Florida. I think he started forty something games, is, and he's you know a friend of Josh Braun. So look out for that one. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, you know. Do you you know? Do you take five? I don't know, uh, but it's uh, let's see. Addison Nicholas, uh, Tennessee. Uh, Fernando Carmoa, San Jose. Uh, let's see. There's uh, tight end. Well, that's not an offensive lineman. And then Keyshawn Blackstock. That's three. And then I was counting the the, the kid from Florida that. Uh, just went into the to the portal. He has not uh, made any visits. He's just just uh, available now. But that's you know that's a guy you you know you'd watch out for here in the next uh, next couple of weeks. Yeah, we already saw Xavion Sori again. Cite one of the reasons he's coming to Arkansas was his old teammate Jaheim Singletary. Uh, Taylor Green was a childhood good friends with Jalen Braxton, who's now going to be one of his teammates. So I know we talk about NIL, we talk about the coach's relationship, we talk about the winning, but also just the relationships of guys on the team seems to, again, play a factor. Guys who might commit and ultimately sign in Fayetteville as well. Yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, the, the day's just getting started. Uh, I'll be interested to see how it shakes out, you know, in another three or four hours. Uh, um you know, but it's the the high school kids. There'll be two, three of them play next year. But uh, these portal guys, you know, that you know, there's what seven or eight right now, and they'll probably, when it's all said and done, I bet you that they're at fifteen, sixteen before uh, you know May rolls around. Um, in the those guys will all be on the field. I mean, it's unless there's an injury that pops up between now and then. But they 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 know what they've got because they've they've got game film of them. They've seen them in action. They've played. Uh, most of them played Power Five. The Boise State quarterback has not. But uh, they 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 know where where they're going to fit uh, in their roster. Yeah, you bring up the again the past success that Arkansas had in the portal. So again, eight guys committed out of the portal right now to this point. Probably going to have. Seven kicker, yeah. yeah. Probably gonna have seventeen. Last year you had nineteen. I think this will be the first year, guys, that your transfer portal signees is more than your high school, which is just weird to again to contemplate. And we saw it with Colorado this past season. We see it with some other schools as well. But I'm anticipating, based on how things have kind of shaken out, you'll have more transfer signees than you will high school. And to kind of what we brought up earlier, Tommy, that. You, you almost have to have that because you can't wait on these kids to develop freshmen when only really two of them were major contributors last year, Braxton and, and has. You have to have players now, which is probably why that's going to outdo the high school commits and signings I, this year. Yeah, I had a coach explain to me, and then I asked uh, uh, an NFL expert that I know really well, the uh, media guy, and he says the college is going to turn out to be exactly like the NFL. In other words, you have a draft every year of 350 players or whatever it is, uh, you know, and and a third of those make teams. But free agents that you take from another team, they all play. Yeah. <laughs> There's not, you know, so uh, if you exactly want right. if you want to plug and play a guy, it ain't going to be a free agent. I mean, it is going to be a free agent. It's not going to be so. a college player. 
So let me just flip what you're saying. If you get someone out of the portal tie and they don't play, that's on the coaching staff, unless there's an injury involved. You have misevaluated. Is that is that fair, Clay? Yeah, I think so. But it, it looks like they're all playing. And yeah, I, that, that's what I'm saying. That, that's, to me, the measure. Different. You, you know, know, Tommy used to we'd, – we'd go get junior college players, mm-hmm, and right. one out of ten would, would end up playing. Um, because, you, you know, it's they're playing at a competition level and that uh, doesn't speak to, you know, what – they're going to face in the SEC, but when you go and take another player from the SEC, you know what they've had in practice. You know what they've, you know, they've been in a weight room that's that's, you know, uh, you know, similar to yours, and that they'll be developed. Uh, and I, I would say this for sure for Sam Pittman right now. He, he's. He's not taking high school players to for the coach that's going to be here two or three years from now. He's going to take portal players and fight for his, you know, for his coaches that are trying to, you know, be on staff in two years here. Not, you know, it's you. You have to take players that are going to be on the field next year. Yeah, because you know you're back, and you know it's the way you spend your money too. Yeah. Well, I, and that's it's interesting you bring that up because we kind of alluded to earlier. So you've got this. Hey, it's it's like Moneyball. Yeah, it's like it's like the you know what Tampa has done in baseball. You know, it's 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 how you spend your money. You know, what 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 value do you have there with this player, and uh, do you, do you spend it? You know, with the draft. Or do you spend it with free agents? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Billy, we need Billy Bean to, to come to Fayetteville and help out his <laughs> hey, old... If brother. you haven't read that book, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, don't, don't go rent the movie uh, or download it or however you watch movies these days. I mean, nobody goes to Xbox anymore, right, or Redbox. You, you just, don't have it on VHS, Clay? Yeah. No, I don't have a VHS in oh. my house anymore. I don't even think I have a, a DVD player. Yeah. Um, but it's... But I've read the book twice. It's about 400 pages. It's just fascinating stuff. It book. is just, yeah, money ball. Books are always better than the movies. Always. When's the last Mostly time you read a book are. that was made into a movie, Ty? Harry Potter. <laughs> I don't know. I probably, I got this I got this nightstand full of them that, I again, I used to be an avid reader. It's probably why I've gotten dumber because I hey, don't he's read got anymore. stacks and stacks of cliff notes. Of unread books yeah. 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 to this point. Hey, Magazines it, aren't books. Time. <laughs> They're bu- legit. I'll take a picture of yeah. my nightstand. I think everybody understands what we're talking about, yeah. though. In, in the portal, can well, is is the way it's at right now, and and, it, and that's so sad for the high school kids. And you know, and I I've talked to parents like, what do we do? And I said, well, you send your kid to UCA, you send them yeah. to Arkansas, you go to a conference USA yeah. or an AAC school, and then you and, make your and way. They're back. like, but they don't even get full scholarships. Well. You know, I don't know what to tell you because there's boat. no portal money there. Sell your boat. Hey, they had a great time at Harding this year. They really did. Yeah, I bet you they, <laughs> so, none of those kids uh, regret that. Let's go to the McClarty Daniel Hotline. Welcome in Brent, who's with us this morning. Brent had some thoughts on Arkansas football. What's up, man? Yeah, I've got, I've got some thoughts, and I'm glad Clay's on, on there right now because I'm gonna, i got three questions I want to ask you. I don't think... Coach Pittman and his staff have a clue how to value Arkansas recruiting. No clue. No clue. They got three players in state so far committed. I don't know about the 
I don't know about the guy at uh, where Boxside. I don't know if he stayed on or stayed off. I don't know what he's doing. But you should never, you should have a fence around the state of Arkansas. You should have never let Courtney Crutchfield get out of the state of Arkansas. I am, I am sorry. I am sorry. They have no, I don't think this staff has any clue how to recruit the state of Arkansas. Granted, we got some good, we got some great players. Braylon Russell, uh, Kobe Branham. Those are probably difference makers for us next year. But other than that, we got nothing. And Wyatt Simmons, we get, uh, another great player from Harding. We got, we got, no, we got nothing in state. Nothing. And Clay, uh, Sam could, he would have never found Mike Bender at Strong or Joe Black at Smackover or Randy Stewart for Magnet Cove. It never would have happened. And I'm just frustrated with that, with our coaching staff's recruiting efforts now. Yeah, we I don't think it was, uh, I don't, Brent, it's, it wasn't a matter of finding them. They knew where they were. They recruited them. They made them offers. They gave them, you know, the, the, the value that they thought. And, uh, but you cannot get in a bidding war for a high school player. It's changed. If you get in a bidding war for a high school player that may take one, two, three years before they're on the field and you're fired, I think your dad understood that. Uh, I I know he understood. I know he understood. So in in when you talk about the day that your dad signed, how many players was Coach Brawls taking? He was taking fifty. Fifty. He doesn't have fifty. You taking ten off the top in the portal? You've got eighty five total. and I, I, you know, and I listen to I've listened to coaches come to Arkansas, and I've listened to, uh, you know, there are years where there's seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, and then there's years where there's four, five, six, seven. Danny Ford said if if he could get six from the state, that that was a win. He just did not think there was there were more than five or six uh, SEC players in the state. Now, Courtney Crutchfield, I don't know what it took. But if you spend all your money on him and you have nothing to get four offensive linemen that are going to take a chunk of money, then you've made a mistake. And you know that you better start with the offensive line. You know that. Your dad was a great offensive line coach. And if you start taking high school players and spending your money there and you, you have a chance at a 21-year-old offensive lineman, and you can't afford to take him, then you're going to be gone. You will not have a job next year. Well, I can under I can understand that, but I don't, but I don't I understand it. But you I don't, don't like, like it, it though. I know you don't like it, and don't think anybody I does. I don't like it. Yeah, but that's the way of the world. I just wish that Coach Pitt he did a great job of getting Coach Trino back. But gosh darn, I wish he'd have a razor back on his staff. Yeah. You know, I, I'll I'll point to another state, and you know, I had uh, spent some time with an Ole Miss fan yesterday, and 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 he was bemoaning that Mississippi State got some of the in-state guys in Mississippi. Ole Miss doesn't get them all in Mississippi every year. Neither does Mississippi State. You can make you can live without taking them. You know, getting them all. Uh, all you can do is go after. And I promise you, they spent a lot of time. 
in Pine Bluff with, with Courtney Crutchfield. Uh, to your point about Ole Miss, Ole Miss is the number one transfer portal class right now. Those guys will be ready to contribute yep. next year. So they might miss on some Mississippi kids that help down the Correct. road. But Same those, thing. Those, yeah. those Ole Miss fans won't be disappointed when they have one of the best defensive lines in the SEC and some skill position players that will stack up with the best of them in the conference. So I, I guarantee that Ole Miss fan is going to be happy what he sees next year, mm-hmm. even if they miss on a Mississippi high school kid or two. But if your back's to the wall and you know it's put up or shut up next year, or you're going to get fired. You can't. You can't wait. You know, high school players aren't going to keep your job next year. You yeah, gotta, and it's and it's it is such a complicated like, equation. You know, like how you're going to spend your money, and it's it's not like we just keep bidding. There, there's a finite number, and you think, well, we'll go ask them for more. Well, they've asked them for more. I'm talking about you know their top. You know, they've asked it. They asked for Arkansas Edge. They know what's coming in. Yeah. They, they know exactly how much. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network, the best podcast in the natty state. Just search Hit That Line wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.